0: Greetings and welcome to episode 24 of the Adventure Within Reason podcast. I'm David. And I'm Kelly. And today we're going to be talking about a recent trip we made to Banning State Park to celebrate not just the beauty of the park, but also Kelly's birthday.
1: Yeah, we say recently it was actually about a month ago. Life just kind of got away from us in the past couple weeks. I started a
0: new job. And frankly, we had a a pretty... uh, we had kind of a flurry of episodes this past <laughs> yeah. summer, and uh, you know, as previously mentioned, uh, our, our podcast quantity is going to kind of trickle off at this point. Now that we're getting into the colder months here in Minnesota, so I would say if you're going to change, if you're going to have any expectations for adventure within reason, just expect about once a month. Uh, one, what, let me rephrase that: one a month from here on out. That'll probably be more or less what we give you, because that's that tends to be our goal for the winter: is to is to, is to visit a new park sometimes, but usually we're revisiting a park that we've been to. But a lot of the parks that we've been to are parks that we have not yet done uh, podcasts on. So it'll be uh, a first for the podcast, but probably not a first for, you know, the two of us, if that makes sense.
1: So, David, as we're recording this, we are, what, two weeks out from our first Adventure Within Reason hiking meetup?
0: Yeah, maybe before we get into the nitty gritty with Banning State Park. Uh, let's talk about that. We had maybe like one and a half because we we had a we had one here in the city.
1: Oh, it, that's right. It, it was a
0: non-state park meetup, but we got to meet uh, uh, someone we know from Unitarian Church, and then uh, one of our listeners, Courtney, who um, has been following our Facebook group page for a while and listening to the podcast for um, a little while now. Um, so yeah, that 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 very first one, our technically our first uh, our first podcast meetup was at Roberts Bird Sanctuary. What what would you say about six weeks ago?
1: Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, six weeks sounds right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, two or three weekends ago, we had our first, I I'm going to consider it our first official meetup, which only because it was at a state park. And we had, um, we just had more people. It was it was really great. Because, you know, I've, I've tried to put together meetups over the years. And, do different things uh, with jobs I've had where it involves people hopefully showing up to an event. (laughs) And sometimes you do something and, you know, I used to uh, book movie nights at the library I worked at back in my 20s. And there were times where I would put, you know, an hour or two of work uh, printing up little flyers and stuff to put around the library and not a single person showed up and it was always disheartening. Oh, David. (laughs) Well, this wasn't something I did, you know, personally, it was something I did for the library. So it's like, you know, it's a Friday night. Sometimes people, don't necessarily want to go to see a movie at the public library on a Friday night. So that's just how it goes. So anyway, I mentioned that only because Kelly and I were trying to temper our expectations and our hopes a little bit and say, you know, it's a lot to ask people to drive out of their way. If they have kids to get a babysitter or as ended up happening uh, some people just brought their kids along. Some people brought their dogs along.
1: Oh, it was so awesome. I think we had about, what, 11 people total, dude? Yeah, know? we had
0: 10 or 11 humans, and we had two dogs. And we met up at Nurse Turn Big Woods and did the uh, the hiking club trail there, I think, right?
1: It was so fun. We had such a good time.
0: Yeah, it was a great park, uh, not just because of its proximity to the city, but because we got to take in the fall colors. Um, we We brought along our little propane cooker. So we could uh, have a little warm cider in a bit of a hot lunch afterward. And it was great. I mean, it's, it's always, it's always worrisome when you're meeting new people, you know, it's, uh, it's like, okay, are people going to get along or or is it going to be awkward or weird? And I didn't really get that sense. It seemed like everyone kind of did their own thing and everyone more or less intermingled with everyone else at some point, at one point or another. Um, It was great because I'm not the most outgoing extroverted person, so uh, it's a little counterintuitive for me to try to organize something like this, but uh, the fact that we did it together, I think, made it a little bit more easier for us. And um, there were enough people there that it wasn't—you uh, know—everyone could kind of do their own thing, and, and it was—it uh, was just a, a ton of fun. And well, I don't. know, What else do you have to say about it, Kelly?
1: It was great to meet some new people. Uh, Adam and Heather and her family. Mm-hmm. It was Heather, right? I yeah. believe so. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, meet some old friends, Kate and her family came. So Mm -hmm. it was just utterly delightful to meet you all. This is going to be released before our next adventure with the Within Reason State Park hiking meetup. So if you happen to be with us, what is the date on that one, David?
0: November fifth of 2022 will be our ne- that's next Saturday as we record this. This episode will probably come out later in the week, but uh, if you're listening to this episode um, right after we record it, you should probably still have a, a one or two or three or four days um, notice before our next meetup. So, yeah, uh, uh, again, just before we get into t- into talking about banning state park, you know, if you're listening to this uh, in a in a somewhat timely manner. We hope you can join us on November 5th. We're going to be meeting up at Afton State Park.
1: Nope, we're meeting up at Fort Snelling State Park. Oh,
0: thanks for correcting me. Yeah, we were originally going to meet up at Afton State Park, but we found out uh, the park is going to be closed to non-hunters that day. So that's right. Uh, Thanks for keeping me on track. Uh, We're going to be meeting up at Fort Snelling State Park, and I don't think we've yet decided which trail we're going to do. Um, I like to keep it kind of loosey-goosey because uh, it'll probably be a little colder that day. Although we have been having some unseasonably warm weather, I think by next weekend it's probably going to start to uh, the weather is probably going to start to taper off a bit. So I think because of that, we'll probably have fewer people than we had at the, at the last meetup. Regardless, we, we we look forward to seeing uh, familiar faces and new faces. And I should just say, as a as a personal disclaimer, I'm terrible with names, so please. Don't take it personally, or don't be offended if I if I forget your name, or if I if I if I make reference to you on the podcast and say the wrong name. I, I know I did that a couple episodes back with I mixed up uh, uh, Tiffany and uh, Jill, I believe. Yeah. And uh, we have not yet met our listener Tiffany up up in northern Minnesota, and that's uh, that's not because you didn't make a good impression, it's just because I am a jerk and I'm terrible with names. So please. You know, stand on me. It's 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 my it's my uh, it's my fault. It's not yours. So that being said, let's talk about banning state park.
1: Awesome. So banning was founded in 1963, David, to protect the unique landscape along the Kettle River. And man, I love the Kettle River. You know, I used to live up in Duluth, and Jay Cook was a favorite park to hike in. It's still a favorite park to hike in, as long as you can get there ahead of the crowds. We'll talk about that when we do a Jay Cook episode. Yeah, But the Kettle River, I think, is one of the most beautiful rivers in the state. Something to know about it is that it has five sets of rapids from Class 3 to Class 5, and is a very swift-moving river. So don't screw around with this river. If you fall in, it could end up being very bad for you.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's... A, are there any sections of the river that the DNR... Uh, sort of encourages swimming, or is it all kind of off limits in that regard?
1: It's all off limits unless you're in a boat and know what you're doing.
0: Fair enough. Um, On that note, I know you have more factoids about the park for us, Kelly, but I want to do a quick unveiling of a new Adventure Within Reason segment. These will all be very, very brief, but it occurred to me that um, I collect the park pins. I know we have a couple of listeners out there who do as well. And I think um, when we do we, when we do a park that has a pin, which is most of them, let's just give a, a quick little description of the pin. And uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean th- they're all great. But speaking of the Kettle River, uh, at this moment they they do sometimes change the 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 parks some, sometimes change the designs for the for the for the park pins that you can buy. But at this moment, the park pin for Banning State Park is a very lovely illustration of the Kettle River with a canoe floating down. so it's kind of got gold and brown and green colors on a nice little I don't know what the material. Is, is it tin do you think? or is, I forget what, what, what kind of metal they use for these pins
1: It depends upon the pin. I think yeah. the Blue Mounds ones definitely feel like tin.
0: Tin is the softer metal.
1: It's the right? lighter metal. I yeah
0: okay think. then I, okay then Banning is not uh, tin it's some other kind of metal. Um, I don't know maybe just steel. I should know this. I used to. I was a welder for a brief time. I should know my medals. but uh, that was a, that was a lifetime ago. But uh, suffice it to say, the the pins are pretty sturdy, and the uh, the one for banning is a is a great uh, depiction, a great illustration of the Kettle River. Uh, I would encourage everyone to collect the park pins. They're they're pretty cheap. I think they're like five bucks each. And you know, if if you buy a an annual pass for the parks, you are supporting the parks. I mean, that's that's the that's the way to do it. Is you you really get the value for your dollar if you just pay what is it like $40 for an annual pass or something like that? I think if, if you buy them like every day, if, if you buy like a day pass, it's like seven. So it does, if, you're, if you're planning on visiting a lot of state parks, it doesn't really make sense to just buy the day passes. You just get the annual pass. But buying the park pins is, is kind of like an, uh, an additional way of supporting the parks because obviously it generates revenue for the state park system and you get to have all these like really cool pins to show off. And what I do with them is whenever I get them home, we have a little shadow box hanging up on our wall, and I just take the uh, the guard off the back, and I just pop it on that guy. And I, I I'm a, I'm extra nerdy about it. I, I display them in sequence of uh, when we visited them. So <laughs> if you look at our park pin shadow box, you can tell exactly which parks we visited early on in our adventures and what our more recent adventures were because I put them on there in uh in in that sequence. So anyway, that's the park pin. I think we're going to start doing that from now on. Cool, sounds good. And uh, what else do you have for us, Kelly?
1: This park has 17 miles worth of trails to hike. Uh, it also has, I think it's an over 130 year old, I guess, quarry remains from when they used to. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Let me.
0: I think it was limestone. That sandstone. They got. I oh, just sandstone. Checked. Yep. Okay. Uh,
1: so from when they used to mine sandstone.
0: Well, that makes sense because the, the nearby town is called Sandstone. So.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, they
0: were very prosaic in those days.
1: Sure. So those are the facts that I have about the, you know, just our random factoids about the park. Should we get to, we've now been to this park twice.
0: Yeah. And if you'll permit me, I actually wanted to read uh, two very short journal entries. Uh, you know, as we've mentioned on the podcast before, we're members of the Passport Club as well as the Hiking Club. So when you join both of those, you get a little journal and you can just make some notes about your experience. And I want to read my journal entry from our first visit to Banning, which was in January of 2021. Spent about three hours walking the trails. Gorgeous coniferous forests up this way. Scant bird watching, but we did see nuthatches, downy woodpeckers, and chickadees. No owls, maybe next time. Lovely views of the Kettle River. We also hiked down to Wolf Creek Falls and breathed a sigh of contentment. That's me trying to be all, you know, literary and poetic or yeah. whatever. More recently, we did see a lot more in the way of bird watching. Well, not a lot more, but we saw a bit more in, in terms of bird watching because we were there in September, which means the, the migratory birds were on their way back down south. So we actually saw what I'm about ninety percent certain was a pair of Tennessee warblers which are warblers that have like yellow and gray plumage. And I'm, I say 90% because it wasn't a positive ID. I had my binoculars with me, but um, as is often the case, those guys wouldn't sit still. But I got a pretty good look at them for a couple seconds. And I, as I say, I'm fairly certain they were Tennessee warblers. So yeah, we had that going for us. Uh, this, so this is, this is my even, even shorter journal entry from our most recent visit, uh, which, I, which I included in my hiking club trail uh, journal. So good to be back. Had a lovely time for Kelly's birthday. We ate our weight in cashew cheese crackers afterwards. <laughs> yeah, we we would we, be remiss not to mention our uh, we had we had a picnic of we had a picnic of epic proportions after this hike. Um,
1: I forgot about that, David. It was a really it was a really nice birthday picnic.
0: Can, can we give a shout out to our favorite uh, variety of lettuce that we've been obsessed with lately?
1: <laughs> yeah, go ahead.
0: We. Um, as is often the case, uh, you know we work up an appetite out on the trail and we had the foresight to bring along a really hearty picnic, uh, a, a, just a, a really hearty assortment of uh, picnic uh, items. You know, Stuff that obviously for a picnic, you don't want to have to do a lot of prep. So we, we stopped off and got this really great kind of lettuce uh, called <laughs> butter lettuce, which is, I mean, lettuce is lettuce. It's not as nutritious as spinach or kale, but sometimes lettuce is what you want. And butter lettuce is, uh, I mean, I'm sure they grow it everywhere, but We've been we've been seeing uh, butter lettuce that is grown here in Minnesota. It's it's relatively affordable. It's the most tender lettuce that I think I've ever had, and so we've just been all about it recently. It's it's great. Like for I'll just say what we use it for. This this will be a new another new segment. Our 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 food segment, (laughs) our picnic segment is you know um you know good halfway decent crackers, some good cashew cheese. A bit of uh, plant-based meat, which is like vegan cold cuts, essentially, just made with uh, wheat and soy protein. And this butter lettuce and what am I forgetting? Uh,
1: Did we have fruit of some kind? No, but I
0: mean like what am I forgetting for the crackers? That's everything, Oh, that's everything. Yeah, so just like you load up these crackers with like vegan meat and cheese, this really good butter lettuce. You know, you, you drive about... Eighteen or nineteen of those into you, <laughs> along with some uh, some raspberries. We did. I don't think we found any raspberries on the trail this time. Was no, it a we're too late?
1: past raspberries. A little too late
0: in the year, but we had some uh, store bought raspberries. We had some good. Uh, um, I think we had raspberry sodas with us as well. That's right. We had those blackberry or yep. blackberry sodas, yep. and um, I think we might have had some kind of like chocolate treat of some kind.
1: That sounds right.
0: Yeah. So we had. Um, we uh, by the time. So, okay, so we did the hiking club trail, but we also veered off and, and, and went back to Wolf Creek Trail or Wolf Creek, Wolf Creek Falls is what it's called. Right? Oh, yeah. I don't think that's part of the hiking club trail, but we, we wanted to see Wolf Creek Falls again, which if, you, if you're not familiar with this, it's uh, just um, a small waterfall kind of way on the edge of the park that you kind of have to hike about what a mile extra to get to.
1: I think it might be a mile both ways. Let me look at the map.
0: Yeah, it was a considerable detour, but it was one that we wanted to make the effort to do again because you get down there and you just take a break and take in the falls, and it's just beautiful Uh, there.
1: Wolf Creek Trail is actually a four-mile loop, but part of that is wound into the Hiking Club Trail.
0: Right, so we did the Hiking Club Trail plus a little extra because we wanted to see the waterfall again. So if you're going to Banning State Park, I would encourage you, if, if you're someone that is um that tends to just do the hiking club trails, I, w- I would strongly encourage you to go the extra mile, literally, and, and <laughs> check out Wolf Creek Falls. Because it's, a, it's just a great spot. Although, something I would suggest that we didn't do is bring your picnic stuff with you. Because that would have been a great spot for a picnic.
1: Oh, it really would have. And yeah. I know for certain that I was hankery while we were out there.
0: Yeah. But, you know, we made it back okay. We were a little... We were pretty peckish by the end of the uh by the end of the hike but all it meant was that we enjoyed the picnic that much more and so we uh we stuffed our faces uh on this in this little uh picnic area sort of uh, immediately adjacent to the parking lot where we, we were parked and then we uh I think we called it a day after that right
1: yeah but I do want to talk a little bit about this hiking club trail because I mm-hmm. honestly think it's one of my faves
0: oh yeah yeah I, I plan on going back and talking about the the, the main uh hct
1: yeah Yeah. so one of the things i really loved about this trail was that there were a few places where you could get down Mm -hmm. close to the water and that is basically
0: right at the beginning of the trail right more or less Mm -hmm. yeah
1: and that is my happy place my spiritual home whatever you want to call it and we went we snagged like almost peak fall colors we were really lucky and it was, I'll, you know, I'll throw up the photos on the mm-hmm. website, but it, our photos from there look unreal. They look like they've been doctored because it was just perfect blue skies, beautiful trees. And I sat down next to the water for probably 40 minutes while David Bird watched and yeah. just took it all in.
0: You brought up Jay Cook State Park earlier, and that's another park that when we went there, was it a year or two ago? I can't remember now. Anyway, when we went there uh, last... My only time there's thus far, you know, we took a lot of photos. that When we saw looked at them later, they looked equally unreal. It looked like like a Photoshop or like a it, some of them almost look like an illustration. Like they, in other words, they looked too good to be true because it was the colors are just they just pop. You know, they look it just looks so outstanding. You don't even have to be a real photographer. I mean, we're we're talking about photos we took on our our smartphones. Not like you know, we're not. Neither of us are real photographers, but. Even if you just snap a couple uh, photos of the river, what's that river up there, by the way?
1: It's still the Kettle River. Oh, it is the Kettle River. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, um, just amazing. And I, w- I would absolutely concur with what you said a moment ago, which is that, you know, for all the praise that a lot of the parks get on the North Shore, and, the, and they're amazing. We are not, we don't mean to disparage that. But the Kettle River, basically any point you uh, encounter it, I would say is equally beautiful and equally magnificent. in any state park that you can visit, that has the Kettle River among its attractions, you should absolutely prioritize visiting because it's uh, it's out of this world.
1: Yeah. One of the things we didn't get to do, or we didn't do either of the times that we've been up to Banning, is there's a little ancillary trail that runs out to a point in the river called Hell's Gate, which is apparently quite difficult to get your kayak, get your canoe through. I don't even know if you can canoe, probably your kayak. It's difficult to get through and you can sit there and you can watch people making runs at it and trying to get through that part of the rapids.
0: The the trail is hard to get through or like being on the water? Being on the water is hard to get through. Yeah, next time we go there, I think we'll probably forego the Wolf Wolf Creek Trail, at least the, the portion of it that goes to the waterfall and make an effort to go down that that trail that basically like dead ends at the kettle river. And you can see like a, where the rapids are really intense, right? That's, yep. that's basically Called Hell's, gate. Hell's gate. Yeah. But that's uh that's for next time. Incidentally, if, if you've hiked that portion of the trail, uh, we'd love to hear your, uh, your anecdotes about it. So chime in. You can always send us an email adventure within reason at gmail.com. Or uh, if you're on our Facebook group page, adventure within reason podcast, you can just start a thread on there. I'd be curious to know what your experience was, uh, you know, watching the rapids go by at that particular spot. Um, birding report for this episode. Early on in our our hike, as previously mentioned, we took a little bit of a, a detour so that we could get close to the river and just take it in because it is it, it is an almost spiritual experience to just sit there, um, just about any time of year. Although you probably don't want to veer off the trail in the winter when it's real slippery. Because not to sound doom and gloom, but I mean, if if, if you were not absolutely careful you could fall into the river and that would not be good. So,
1: Even if you were absolutely careful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a good, that's a, maybe a better way of putting it. Yeah. So we would probably not recommend, <coughs> we would probably not recommend uh, veering off the hiking club trail to get a closer look at the river anytime, but spring, summer, or fall, uh, just, just for your own safety. Um, that being said, if it's, if you're uh, physically able to and the and the weather is per, is permitting you to, Ie there's not uh, you know ice all over the ground you should make you should make an effort to spend some time along the trail there um, I took in the views of the of the river maybe to a slightly lesser extent than you did because as you said a moment ago I was uh, doing a bit of bird watching and apart from that pair of uh, Tennessee warblers I mostly saw a lot of chickadees <laughs> and a, and I, when I say a lot I mean like probably a hundred or more uh, over over the couple over the span of the couple hours we were there. And also a lot of red-breasted nuthatches, which to me are still kind of a novel uh, bird to spot. Um, we tend not to see them as often uh, in southern Minnesota. I think they prefer the coniferous regions. But anytime we get north of like, I don't know, what would you say is like a good line of demarcation for those particular... Basically, if you get anywhere like in the northern half of the state, chances are you'll have a pretty good pretty good shot of seeing uh, red-breasted nuthatches. And... Um, yeah, as as previously mentioned, it's just uh, it's fun for me because I, I almost always see uh, white-breasted nuthatches down here in the Twin Cities. I think I've caught the times on one hand that I've seen red-breasted nuthatches here in uh, Minneapolis, but I know they're around. They're just not quite as uh, plentiful as they are up north. So that's about all I have for the birding report this time.
1: Cool. There's apparently David. There's another waterfall at this park called. The Big Spring Falls, which is a little bit outside of the park. We we haven't had a chance to explore that one yet. It's definitely on our list. Um, And in addition, I didn't realize this until we got there, you can go rock climbing in this park. So if you are a climber, this is apparently a good park to go bouldering at if you really want to work on those technical skills. So, Absolutely. I think David... Let's see. Oh, something, a note about this park. They are moving away from paper maps. They no longer have paper maps.
0: So, so if you still have a paper, like if you're like me and you save all the paper maps from all the parks you visit, those just shot up in value. Like, <laughs> tenfold. Immediate, immediate collector's items.
1: So just know that before you go, you should download a Venza so that you can, you know, if you need the map, you can keep, track of where you are in the trail. I thought that the hiking club trail at least was really well marked and easy to see where you were.
0: Definitely. Yeah. No, no complaints about the layout of this park. Do we have any more about this park to talk about Kelly? Or do you want to end the episode by introducing our new mascot? <laughs> we picked up a new friend while we were at Banning state park. Um, some of you might be familiar with uh, our first mascot, Sue, who we picked up last summer. Summer of 2021 at Blue Mound State Park. Sue is a little bison stuffed animal. Uh, but this this past visit to Banning State Park, who did we meet?
1: We met a, a snowy owl stuffy, and we ran a contest—not contest. We ran a poll in the adventure page for names for the new mascot, and her name is Addie for adventure.
0: Mm-hmm. Thanks to my my aunt Judy in Iowa, for, <laughs>
1: Aunt Judy for,
0: for, for coming up with that. We had a couple other names that we thought were would work, and then yeah, sometimes you just uh, overthink it. And Addie, it makes it so it makes just makes sense, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. So look forward to seeing Addie in our coming photos.
0: Well, you got anything else, babe, or should we?
1: Apparently, the wildflowers on the skunk cabbage trail and the trillium trail in the spring are killers. So, David, I think we should make an effort to get up there in the spring. Sounds good to me. All right. Until next time, adventurers.
0: Take care.